episode 307. Thank you all for listening to episode 306, Heart of the Joke. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Burlington Bear Factory. Eddie Winslow. Who got his vest at Burlington Bear Factory. (laughs) 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 Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Go to allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. He will hook you up with a deal. I believe we do have some hats and um, and polos coming soon for a golf outing that we're going to be in. Has, Cody or Eddie, have you found your other partners yet? You and uh, Old Parrot. Uh, I got one, but I don't know. I'm still waiting on him to confirm, but at least right now I've got three. Okay. All right. We'll have to go into that. And I know Barry, you're still in a tournament that day, correct? Yep. I'm still, uh, still going for the Olympics and volleyball that day. Damn. I know. I, I had to remind, uh, old cousin Cody that he, uh, I was like, did you sign up yet? He's like, oh shit. <laughs> so, uh. But I, I'm trying to – I'm basically trying to rig the event and just win, and uh, it should be good. I'm hoping I don't have to do much with uh, Dan and Cody on the team. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't as long as they're in uh, peak peak uh, form. You should be all right. I'm actually playing with Dan uh, tomorrow, today, when people listen to it. Uh, as long as the weather holds up, should be playing in the afternoon. Uh, looking forward to that. It's always good to get pointers. I Dude, and, and maybe you can help me out with this because you're, you're a good guy. So I've been – I was off for – you know, didn't play golf for 13 days, which is long for me this year. And <clears throat> it's like I lost like 20 yards on my drive. Is that normal? <laughs> like for not playing? Is it just a humidity? Could be a number factor of things. Uh, if anything, humidity should push it further than that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You maybe just – Not striking uh, it good. Yeah, I mean, that's possible, depending yeah. on what your normal is. But, I mean, honestly, every single time you look at your drive, are you accurately measuring it out? I mean, every yeah. time you hit a drive, are you telling me you write down exactly what you have to know? I have a – I, I mean, I, I know low low where I'm at, and yesterday I was consistently within 10-yard range, and nothing – like, I didn't hit anything long. Like, nothing went 280, which I do – you know, I can do consistently. Yesterday was very much like 240 to two, 245, 250, 55. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Did you eat your Wheaties? No, I did not. And there, there's your problem. I did slip into the creek, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> that was an interesting thing, trying to fish out a ball. I go to a – and this was last night, and I'm trying to press into a like a, an area. I'm like, oh, I can go up. You know, it's all grass here. And I slip right in the mud. And I, my, my right foot goes in, my, shoe, my golf shoe, my old foot joys. And I'm like, yeah. shit. And I, I'm on my ass, and I look up like – parrot help me <laughs> I, I get up he's laughing his ass off because i'm covered in mud so he's just like dude and after i think it was whole we were just waiting so long and it was like nine o'clock at night and i was like dude we're on hole 14 let's go like why are we still waiting for people you know we're, we're not yeah. going to be able to finish the end like because yeah. we got out late and we were following people the whole time so it just sucked um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it could be a lot of things, but yeah, I would say it's, I don't think it's anything to, anything to worry about too much. Yeah, I did. I know Parrot was hitting his three wood almost as far as I was hitting the driver. I was like, this isn't normal. He can't even out drive me. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, but he was hitting some flush ass three woods and, uh, I think I'm just miss hitting a little bit, but we'll see. I'll correct some of the shit tomorrow. I don't think I'm getting enough, you know, hip and legs into it either. It could be part of it. So it plays a part. So we'll see. We'll get there. 
Um, but obviously, you're having a problem with your caddy. Yeah, the parrot. <laughs> yeah, stop beefing with your caddy, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Greatest sports beef in history. Me and the parrot. Hey, parrot, what should I use here? Oh, I don't know. Like a, I, I was uh, the one I hit into the creek. This is actually funny. I was I hit the drive, and I hit it like 250, and I was like, all right, I I can't clear the creek or I, I i could try to clear the creek but i'm not going to because it would just leave a bad shot because i'd be coming in hot with like a three wood or a four so my god like, ah, no i'm between i said i'm gonna use a six iron i'm gonna lay up i'm gonna try to go 195 with a six iron i ended up hitting the fucking six iron 215 right into the creek I'm like what the fuck hat like it made no sense i'm like and parrot's like fuck you hit i'm like a six he's like what the hell happened i was like dude i don't know I said, at least I'm hitting the goddamn irons good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what I was happy about. So, I, I mean, I ended up, I, I ended up, uh, I birdied. I had a good bird. Uh, you'll like this. It was a 78-foot putt for Ooh. bird. Uphill. Nice. He was just like, no fucking way. And I was like, yep. And then that's when we finished. I'm like, good, I'm out. Yep. Done. Good way to end it. Good way to end it. So yeah, it did. It, it was good. I mean, we'll see what happened, what was happening. And, uh, I wasn't really, you know, paying too much attention to how I was swinging or what I was doing. I think I was coming around too quick too on a, on some, you know, I was forcing it. So I had more of a power fade and I should have been aimed more left. Cause the, if I was aimed more left, the power fade would have been beautiful, but I was aimed more towards the center. So I was ending up on the right side or a little too far. Right. And then I would try to like crush it and turn over the club and I'd go dead left right where I was aiming straight, but on the left side. So we'll see. Got time. We'll get out sometime this year too. I got to get back out to old Toledo country club with you. Yeah. And we got to remember we're just amateurs. So yeah, we ain't shit. Much as you, uh, as much as you hope and wish and pray that you can get it fixed. Sometimes it just don't work that way. Oh dude. I I would love to be able to consistently hit in the seventies. I know that'll never happen unless I play crosswinds every week. (laughs) You gotta do is just you just gotta gotta keep playing. That's it. And dude, crosswinds is so fucking easy. Like from the whites, it's forty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from the blues, yeah. it's fifty four. And from the blacks, it's fifty nine hundred. I'm like, and it's an easy layout. I mean, there's no sand traps. As long as you're, it's pretty much wide open. As long as you can get it up there, you're fine. And the greens are actually in great fucking shape. I give them that. And um, but it's still like like you and I know if you I, I did put one in the trees yesterday. I was so pissed off about it, putting it in the trees. Told Parrot that, and then I I come out I, I come out to hit it, and I hit it right into the fucking tree. I'm like I got to get over this tree, and I hit it right right into the tree. Drops right there. I'm like, oh, fuck, damn it. But I was still happy. I mean, on the drop, I ended up with a double bogey, and but Parrot ended he four putted a par three. <laughs> that was brutal. That's the that's the all time. That's the all-time word four putt shouldn't shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Parrot that I'm like Parrot, you should never four putt. Mm-hmm. And he was only like thirty feet away to start. Yeah. And it's a it's more of a flat green. It was just bad hitting. He was hitting his. Don't get me wrong. He was hitting his irons and his three wood great because he wasn't using a driver yesterday. He was hitting the three wood great, hitting the irons great, but he could not putt to save his life. I'm like, dude, why don't you just get us here? Or get us out in a fairway, and we'll we'll split iron shots, and I'll putt. Like this would be great. <laughs> well, we'll see, but he'll get you some. He just bought a. I think he bought the Sim Max uh, driver in three wood today. So if he starts hitting that pretty well, uh, Cody Bryant, you'll be doing all right with him on the on the twenty uh, eighth. 
Sounds yeah, like we got, um, I think we're up to 13 teams now too, which I'm, I'm okay with. I was hoping to get 15 yeah. and I'm like, cool. 13 for the first, first event of this. I'm very happy with that, please. So solid. We'll only grow from there. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, it wasn't too hard and, and river B is very, a good host and pretty much doing everything. They're going to do the scoring at the end, put all the signs out for us, put all the names on the carts and handle all the shit. We're going to have a food truck out there instead of, you know, catering cause of all the COVID shit, which the food truck's different. That'll be cool. So I'll yeah. uh, barbecue will be there for us. And, um, you know, we're going to do the drone drop before everything happens. So we haven't decided what the prize is. I think we're going to be doing a beverage like an alcohol cart. So, Bear, if you don't participate, I can give you the link that you can go buy some of them drone balls, though, because we're going to have a like a alcohol wagon that you can win. Uh, anything that's winning alcohol, I'm in for. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's the plan. I'll, I'll get you the link to that when we get it. And, uh, and of course, OTL is the sponsor, as well as Sparty Steve. He and uh, two others are the title sponsors of the event. And Allwares providing all the signs. Thank you to Allware. Crandall's isn't doing shit. You suck. And uh, come on, Crandall's. And uh, we still love him, though. He can't even play that day. That's what's. Uh, that's who you should try to get. But you didn't know anybody, so it wouldn't work. And then, um, uh, I'm trying to think of who else is going to be a sponsor out there. Oh, well, my company will be a sponsor, but the podcast is sponsoring. That's a big one. So we'll see if it doesn't work out. Um, I know we're sponsoring the the championship drinks too, the crown. Got to get to the, get those yet, but um, our, our peach. I know peach are hard to come by. Are they? Can we find those anywhere yet? Those would be a good uh, good trophy for the winners. Four bottles of peach. Um, I mean, I'm sure you could if you look. They should be around, but I have some. So no, you keep yours. We'll uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get some for that outing, and uh, and get that taken care of. So. Looking forward to that anyway, and uh, and all we're like I said, is providing the science. So again, thank you to CircleBackAllWe'reClothing.com, Overline Sports Podcast. Mention us, you will get a deal on your merchandise, and uh, just like he does for everybody else. So thank you to Sean Crandall Squatting Landscape, and give him a call 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas, and not uh, Riverby Golf Course. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. And, but he can help you out. He's got a lot of mowing going on right now. He's got a lot of landscaping going on. He's going to be doing some haul. He can do hauling. They can do foundation work. They can, they do beautiful. He just did a, a great lands, landscaping uh, yard. And a, he did a great landscaping job. There was all like putting the, putting the, the old bricks together and, and the different, the different concrete pieces. And it looked really, really well done. So I got to give him and his team a lot of credit and uh, they're going to be doing fall cleanup coming up here soon. And then they're going to be aerating and seeding uh, also in late fall. So get in touch with him Mention over the line sports podcast. He will hook you up with the friends and family discount. Thank you to Sparty Steve again, title sponsor at the golf outing benefiting the Anthony Wayne youth foundation. We are also a sponsor sponsoring the trophy, uh, which is, bottles of crown and of course a golf hole so we are pleased to be a part of that and happy to sponsor for such a good cause for the youth and the children we all played sports here so of course we want to see the youth participate in sports and also succeed so that is why we are partaking in that and uh and also last but not least thank you to connell barrett datingtransformation.com Make sure you get over to Connell Barrett, DaneTransformation.com. Get that consultation. Make sure that you become that better person. And in the meantime, while you're signing up for that, go to Amazon.com and get Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. Amazon.com, DaneTransformation.com, 
Dating sucks, but you don't. All right, Bear. So get us uh, get us into golf this past week and what we got going on with the Olympics. I think that start did that start today? Supposed to, yes. right? Yep. Okay. Started actually. They teed off at six thirty uh, this evening, so nice. it's perfect timing. I was actually watching some before we started recording. Um, yes, yeah, so both PM opened last week in Minnesota. Um, Cameron Champion actually ended up winning, shooting a sixty six late, coming back. Um, Louie also shot a 66 to get up to tied second for you and dub. Um, a lot of guys up there, Adam Hadwin was, he was the one who was up there for a little bit and, um, hold on a second. I'm trying to remember who it was. I got to go find them because whoever was leading Cameron Tringali, who was leading, um, ended up shooting a 74 and finishing yeah. 16. Well, how how Johnny Johnny Vegas do? Because I know he was up there too. Johnny Vegas also tied second. He had a good week overall. Shot a sixty-eight, um, just not enough. Cameron Champion down the stretch, just too good. Um, and he, like I said, Louis ended up. I mean, he had a he had a good round too, but again, just just not enough. Um, and, uh, with Cameron Champion winning by two, actually, I'm um, gotten a little trouble on eighteen and had to pitch out twice. And ended up sticking his last shot um, to par the par five there late, um, and Louis actually rimmed the hole, which would have tied him for an eagle on um, on the par five, wow. put him into a playoff, and then uh, ended up missing his birdie putt after that to to lose by two. Not, I mean, it would have put I think a little more pressure on him, but um, yeah. So so good for Cameron Champion. Um, I think he won last year once as well, so he's got two wins in two years which is good for the young guys there. Um, my Tony Finau finished 28th. Had uh, just a solid, mediocre week. Nothing too exciting. Didn't have a great first day. Shot 67, 68 the next two, and then 70 on Sunday. Had an opportunity to move up the leaderboard, but didn't do much. So there are a lot of 68, 66, 67s out there on, on Sunday. Um, and uh, 3M, Matty Wolf finished 39th for Cody Parrott didn't make a pick. So we all made the cut, but Louie and Louie got the twos there. So really it's just a battle pretty much between uh dub and Gary coming down the stretch. No, it's um, all dub, man. <laughs> There's, I don't know how, and this next in the Olympics, we fucking are going to tie. Can't yep. get anything there. Three, three of us have Morikawa again, just, just teeing off today. So um, it's a, it's a four, four, everyone plays, everyone plays four rounds. There's no cuts, no nothing. Best overall, best top three overall scores medal. Simple as that. Um, if, if there are ties, there will be playoffs. Um, I heard that. I didn't hear how they're going to do the playoffs. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask you because how they're going to do that, especially if they're playing for gold, silver, and bronze. You know, like yep. So they would. I'm sure they would get in, and depending on where the ties at. Obviously, if two guys tie for if it's first, second and third or first, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna go to a playoff just like you would in a normal PGA event. I would assume it would be just a one for one. If you one, have two guys in first and two guys in third, would they do it for? I'm sure they would play the two guys in third as well. Okay, yeah, that's what your playoff would be. Um, they wouldn't give out multiple bronze unless they were all drives. tied. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's which it. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a way that a lot of them could be tied. Um, That'd be fucking just, wild. You get like a four four person playoff. It'd be amazing. Yeah, it would be. I'm. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Could you imagine the four guys tied for first and only oh, three of them are going to get a medal? I mean, that would be that would be nuts. You could you would you would have the opportunity of being tied for first in the Olympics. You're basically and still not a medal. How you're much, basically playing. And I wonder how they do it because I wonder if it'd be like match play. You know, except it's. I think it would. It would just be. It would be best score sudden death. So if um you know they they 
play the first hole and three guys get a four and one guy gets a five, the five is out. Then the four is going. That's how they would do. That would be fucking awesome to watch. I hope that happens. I'm pretty sure they would. So (laughs) yeah, it should, it should finish up Saturday night um, late. So they, so Japan, I had to look this up with the, I've been watching quite a bit of the Olympics. Um, Japan is 13 hours ahead of us. So right now, um, you know, being 8.52 p.m. It's 9.53 a.m. It's, it's 9.53 a.m. in Japan. Jesus. So they're all just teeing off. So, yeah, they won't, they'll finish late Saturday night. Um, I don't think that there's an off day. I think they play four straight um, because it is technically their Thursday. So it's going to be late Saturday. So they'll finish up on, on Sunday. Um, and just in the early going right now, uh, Sepp Straka and uh, Joaquin B. Hansen are both leading at four under. Um, Straka plays on the tour. Hansen does not. I think he's a European tour member, but not PGA. Sebastian Munoz is at three under, who is on the PGA tour. And, uh, you know, bigger names have teed off. Xander is one under. Um, Abraham Answer is one under. Paul Casey's one under. Justin Thomas is at even. Corey Connors is at even. So, yeah, there's uh, – and, yeah, Matsuyama just buried, actually, to get to two under. And, obviously, nice. being the home the hometown favorite, yep. that's uh, that's what he's going to have. Uh, Cody's boy, Riakua Hoshino, is a one over right now through 10 holes. He's also – and, and he's also got a main hometown? event. Hometown? Yeah, he's got a main event match on New Japan on Sunday. So, make sure you <laughs> check him out, too. Maybe we'll put him on. He's going to come in through the forbidden door on AEW Dark. Oh man, come on, man! Wow, oh. wow. Someone, someone broke their arm. Uh, someone broke their arm in AEW. Uh huh. Is that a legit? I think arm that's break? why the. I think yeah. so. It's, it's the screen was blacked out for a while. Yeah, they got they got doctors over there, and they're stalling in the ring right now. Big fat Conan's in there, so someone I couldn't tell who it was. It was one of the. I think it was one of the FTR guys. Let's see yeah. if they. Oh no, they didn't. No, it cut to Tony. Course. So I wonder yeah. if it was Dash or the other one. Conan oh, with his, uh, he got his Dusty Rhodes uh, board thing on his belly. I, I don't know why we have live TV. You can rewind it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, you know, the Olympics are oh, in yeah. full swing. That's what we're doing here. So we have our, we have our guys picked, um, and it should be good. Hopefully they can, you know, hopefully, hopefully an American can take home the gold here. But we'll see. Um, it should be a, should be a pretty good tournament here the next four days. And then we get right back into, um, we get right back into the, uh, we got one tournament and then we're into the PGA tour uh, playoffs, FedEx cup playoffs after this. So right here at the end of the season. Oh, they cut this match early too. I'm rewinding. Like you said, looks like they ended early. I didn't realize how long he was outside the ring. Yeah, I must, I would. I might have to go back a little longer because I didn't even see it. I didn't either. Because was but it in the ring or out of the ring? Mm-hmm. What the I, I don't know. They, everything was blacked out on mine. So they, uh, whatever they did, they blacked out the feed. So. Oh, he's coming in here. Is it when he jumps off the top rope? Oh, oh, jeez. Yep, it happened then. It happened when he got knocked off the top rope. So it's amazing he, what would have happened. Yeah, he gets no, tagged. He gets tagged in. He's on the top rope, and he, like he gets tagged in, he climbs over to the other side of the top rope, gets knocked off, like just right down, you know, on the apron. 
but he must have hit it on the post. So, yeah, it was – that looked rough. Sucks it's a for shame you. he broke it on an unnecessary feud that's lasted for way too long. Yeah, the ref just, you know, waves – does a wave on it. Yeah. I'll we'll have, we'll have to sit here. Yeah, I went back far enough, so we'll check it out. Yeah, you'll see when he gets tagged in. It just – he hit it on a post. But, yeah, so like you said, anyway, it'll be fun and interesting. Watch the Olympics this weekend and kind of just see what happens. It looks like Hanson just went to five under after eight holes. So he is now five under. Good for him. That should have been uh, that should have been your pick there, Cody. Nah, man, I'm going hometown, man. Going he, he's hometown. gonna he's gonna be AEW Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> so dark, dark, dark is in that word. <laughs> there, I was gonna say it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got no NASCAR again this week. Oh. So uh, what do we got? The Glen next week. I think we get an Xfinity race this week, though, don't we? Pretty sure. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I thought they were. I think I thought everyone was off. Yeah, they're not on until the seventh. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all getting the break. Yep. So nothing, nothing exciting there. Nope, nothing there. Nothing gonna happen in NASCAR for the next week, um, which is unfortunate because I miss NASCAR already. The uh, so going on to the NHL. Uh, just a, quite a few things have happened. You know, the Kraken got their team together. They actually signed uh, uh, they signed Philip Grubauer, which was the Avalanches goalie. He was a finalist for the best goalie of the year. Signed a six-year deal with the Kraken. And uh, so he's going to be their leader over there. Jaden Schwartz signed for five years with the Kraken. So he's going to be out there on the main line. That'll be good for them. Shocking trade. Uh, Vegas traded away Marc-Andre Fleury to the Blackhawks. Blackhawks don't know if they're going to get him. They traded like a minor leaguer and that was it because Marc-Andre Fleury might retire. So he might not even suit up for the Blackhawks, but it was a shocking trade. He was shocked. Nobody had called him from Vegas and told him. And uh, he was traded. We just talked about Marc-Andre Fleury last week uh, when we were talking about how many cups the Penguins have won and how many he was a part of. And just he's got all three cups there. And it was just – I was surprised to see that happen. But it is what it is. It's a salary dump. Vegas knows what they're doing. Flurry, um, though he played great in the regular season, had an absolute piss poor playoffs. Did oh, not, yeah, um, and they didn't want to pay his salary, so it's a, it was a straight salary dump. Um, and yeah, Flurry's probably going to retire. He'll be a Hall of Famer. But I mean, in all honesty, it's 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 smart by Vegas. It's time. No, to, I agree. Time to go and move up and find a young goalie and do a rebuild that way. That's, that's really what they need to do. And it was so. good. To, and the Kraken got quite a few goalies, you know, they dra- had to draft three and they got this one. So that was good for them. And uh, this is obviously going to be their starter. Uh, something else I found interesting is who would you consider like right now, the best college hockey team? You know, it would probably be Michigan. Correct. They can't so, win a title, but they, they can't win the a title, players. but they have the best players. So get this in the draft that just happened last week. Number one overall pick, Owen Power, defenseman, went to the Sabres. Number two pick, Michigan center, Matthew Bernier, went to the Kraken. Number four, Luke Hughes, a Michigan commit, was drafted by the Devil Devils. Excuse me. And number five, Columbus drafted forward Kent Johnson. So four out of the top five picks are Michigan guys. Three actual players there and one of the commits. Unreal. But like you said, can't win a fucking title. 
Yeah. Um, so that's, and that's fine. That's, that's what they need to do. They need to get those guys out there, but um, you know, they got to produce too. I mean, Michigan hockey is almost like Ohio state quarterbacks going to the NFL. Um, you know, unfortunately they just, they don't quite pan out to what they normally are. And I mean, the Red Wings got Larkin and, you know, I, he's, he's good, but he just hasn't panned out to the superstar. Everyone thought that they would be, he would be so far. So um, we'll see, we'll see what those Michigan guys can do. Um, I'm happy that uh, they all went before Detroit could make a pick and they got the best defenseman in the draft. So it's perfect. Well, second best defenseman in the draft, I should say. Demons fucking ads. Right. No, that's good. And um, it was a good draft for teams and, and it's going to continue on. And, and I've just pulled up some, some statistics. So Michigan has the most titles in, in NCAA hockey history at nine, have not won one since 98. Uh, Denver has the second most, then North Dakota, Wisconsin, Boston College, Boston U, Minnesota, Lake Superior State, Michigan State, <laughs> Michigan Tech, Minnesota Duluth, Colorado College, Cornell, Maine, RPI, Bowling Green State University, Harvard, Mass, Northern Michigan, Providence Union, Yale. So Bowling Green actually won it in 1984. I think they had a – I'm pretty sure they had a couple NHLers there, and I think um, they had a couple front office guys, I want to say. Some GMs in the NHL, I think, went to BG – um, and played on that team or were, they had something to do with that team, if I recall correctly. But there was definitely a lot of talent on that team. They won five to four in four overtimes. Whew, Jerry York was the coach. Wow. Dude, that, that, is, that would be an incredible game to see four overtimes. I would, I would have fell asleep by the second one. Yeah, me too. But the um, <laughs> that's usually what happens in NHL. So 83-84 season, they beat Michigan State in the Frozen Four. So they played at Herb Brooks Arena in Lake Placid, site of the Miracle on Ice four years earlier. Wow. Gino Cavallini scored in the fourth overtime. Gino Cavallini. Yeah, that's um, – because I'm trying to think – Rise to a national power. I'm trying to think. 19. Oh God, because the because who? Um, our boy there, Doc went there. Didn't he graduate from there? Yes. Yep, Doc Emmer. That's what I thought. So, so did um. I mean, a lot of people. Oh, there are a lot of famous people went to BG. So did um Scott Hamilton, the ice skater. I think he won quite a few gold medals. Um in the winter games for ice skating. I'm pretty sure Scott Hamilton graduated from BG. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. BG. They were pretty goddamn good that year. They opened the season up 17 and one. <laughs> pretty solid. Then they lost to Michigan. They lost. So they lost two to one to Lake Superior state six to five to Michigan and OT eight to three to Western Michigan, six to two to Miami and then in the CCHA tournament, this is what I don't understand. They they 
beat Lake Superior State, then lost. And then they won the series, though, 13 to 10 because it's based on goals scored. Hmm. Interesting, right? Score goals. And then they lost um, to Western Michigan and Ohio State. But then they go to the, that was in the CCHA tournament. Then they go to the NCAA tournament and win. I don't understand how that works. Got high. One when it, yeah, one when it counted. Yeah, a week later. <laughs> so Dan Kane was the main player on that team who had the most points on the team, I should say. And then Gary Gailey, David Ellett. A lot of Canadians, as you can see. I think all of them are Canadian, almost all of them. Man, that that's just kind of a wild time. Um, and then Mike Sullivan was announced as Team USA's coach in 2022. He's current Penguins coach. Um, it's a good choice for them for Team USA. It'll be good for them. Been on the uptick. Been on yeah. the right side, needing to beat Canada. Absolutely. Yeah, Mike well, last Sullivan. Last time Canada was good at hockey too. Sound like <laughs> that's right. And. Um, <laughs> And I'm trying to think. He was a Penguins coach, Dan Bilesma. He was. Uh, he he played for Bowling Green too. Right. Yeah, but it was after. Uh, when did he play there? 88, 89, 90, 91, 90. You know those four years. 88 to 92, he played there. Then he was in the ECHL, played for the Kings, and then played for the Ducks of Anaheim. Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Huh, pretty interesting. I knew he played. I was just like, I know Bilesmo went to Mich- or, uh, to Bowling Green as well. That's what I wondered. And then, of wow. course, he won a cup with uh, the Penguins. That was his first year, I believe. Yeah, 09. Hmm. And then uh, Mike Johnson came in for a year, two years, a year and a half, and was fired. And then uh, Sullivan took over and got two cups. <laughs> but it hasn't done shit since. It shows what a cup can do. Yeah, man. Their their win percentage under Bilesmo was 670, which is the best it's been in years. He was the – he has the coach – he as a coach has the best uh, best win percentage of any Penguins coach in history. Guess who's second? You will. This will be a familiar name for you. Mario Lemieux. No. What's <laughs> a familiar name? Wayne uh, Gretzky. Scotty Bowman. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> Bowman won a cup with the fucking Penguins in 92. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Goodbye. That's uh, why. Uh, that's why the Red Wings need should go out and get a tenured coach, and they could probably win a cup in a couple of years, but they won't. And then, so Bob Johnson coached the Penguins for one year, wins a cup, gone, <laughs> and next year Scotty Bowman's the coach. It's like Barry Switzer. Oh God, I know. Did you see that Jerry finally said something about that? Like, I think I fucked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get rid of Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> only only took him twenty seven years to admit it. Oh man, 
They could have had three more Super Bowls. I don't think he said that. I think that was the Johnny Walker talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Oh, Bob Johnson. The reason the reason the Penguins lost him as a coach is he died. Oh, there you go. That's I mean oh. propped him up, but Oh, he had brain cancer. Oh shit. He was preparing the US team for the upcoming Canada Cup and had a brain aneurysm. Jesus Christ. Well, they say coaching is a stressful job. Ah. Lemieux score. There you go. Coached him. <laughs> Imagine being Gretzky's coach. You pass the pass the puck to Wayne. Right. No one no one else touched the goddamn puck. Not that hard. I probably could have coached Gretzky to a goddamn NHL freaking Stanley Cup. <laughs> I, I think you could have too. Man, easy. We get the puck at the blue line. We make a pass. Who you pass it to? Oh, Sam, he's open in the crease. Wrong. You're cut. Jesus. We pass the puck to Wayne. That's what we do. Pass the puck to Wayne. Good old Bel Air Academy offense. Man. So, yeah, that that's just wild. I didn't know he died as the coach. Poof. They did put his name on the cup, though. They also oh, put his oh. name on the cup a second time after their second straight cup victory in 92. Well, he's the one that would have built the team, right? Yeah, so that would have been the second year. Makes sense. Oh, so oh, here you go. Here's here's what happened. He he got the brain aneurysm in August, and then um, he began treatment, day to day supervision of the Penguins, over to his three assistants. Scotty Bowman was one of them, and uh, the team's director of player development and recruitment, who was also the interim head coach. Team was coached by committee. Johnson continued to oversee them from his hospital room by way of videotape. And remained in contact by fax machine. Nice. Jesus. Nice. Scotty Bowman really, you know, won two cups in a row then. Scotty Bowman's one of the best coaches in NHL history. People don't realize that. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree. One of the best. Yeah, he. because how many did he win with the, uh, with the old Red Wings? Three. They didn't give him a cup for 91? Are you shitting me? Why didn't he get it? The director of player personnel in 90 and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in the Hockey Hall of Fame in 91 as a builder. Scotty Bowman was. So he was already in the Hockey Hall of Fame in 91. <laughs> so he, he he had to have got one as a director of player personnel then. I'm sure he got a ring. Oh, absolutely. So he's got in a season dedicated to Johnson. Uh, the next season, the Penguins had their first 100-point season in franchise. So, as a coach, or as a player, Jesus. So, he got a cup in 73, 76, 77, 78, 79, 92. So, 91's got to be in there. 97, 98, 2002. Ten cups. That's GOAT status. Because he's still involved, isn't he? Who's he with now? Scotty Bowman? Yeah. Or did he? I think Scotty Bowman's dead. Is he dead? Is he still with us? 
Yeah, I he is so. still with us. 87. Still with us. Yeah, I'm barely. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Scotty's been retired for a while. He is currently the senior advisor of hockey operations for the Blackhawks. Current. Oh, that, don't, that don't count. No, so they, got they, they call it, they call him up when they have a question. That's not a job. No, 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 it is because his son Stan is the team's GM. So he just, Dad, what would you, do? Dad, would right. you trade this minor league nobody for Mark Andre Fleury on the off chance he plays next year? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Consolidating uh, job. Let me eat my oatmeal. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right. So that's all going on. Going into NCAA, Reggie's not getting his Heisman back. You think it's the right decision? Yeah, because then they got to give everything back. They got to give back right. teams' wins from all this stuff. I mean, they should. Ohio State was screwed. I mean, if it was illegal then. Right. As I say you can't just retroactively change it just because it's changed now. Oh, yeah, you can. I mean, you could, but I mean, but then the NCAA would really have no leg to stand on. That's the only thing. That's the only reason why they won't do it. Cause, oh man, we can't. No, how can we? How can we enforce anything? Well, they're about that close, anyways. Bunch of heathens, right? Trash mongers. Since uh, Texas and Oklahoma left the Big Twelve, R.I.P. <laughs> Well, they're still there this year. <laughs> oh, they'll be there until 2025 when they're out. Well, I doubt it. it'll be before that. They don't, they pay what 80 million or something like that. To get uh, that's, what they, that's what they said. They said they can't. They, they won't be able to go until 2025. It's when all TV deals and everything are up. They have to stay in the Big 12 until then. Oh wow! Uh, well, that was in their. That was in their. Um, in their what, whatever they had to write to the SEC and yeah and ask for. I tell you, man, money is a powerful thing, man. Hell yeah, it is. Money, I'm money, just money. Just get spanked there every year. Money. Right? I was say, like, Texas isn't even that good. So they're going to be like, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. They might as well merge with Texas A&M and just be <laughs> the, the Texas A&M Longhorns. You wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> the Texas Christian A&M Longhorns. Right. Yeah, merge with them too. You're wrong. And still end up losing 45 to 10. <laughs> Presented by Austin Pay. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd still be fucking bad. And then our our old boy Tate Martell, UNLV now. Eight, 85th school. I was say, man, how many years of eligibility he got? Oh, all I know is glad he left when he did and we got fields like the he's like the danny war or not danny warfel what's the other dude <laughs> doug flutie the, the chris winky of fucking oh, he's a modern day chris winky man well, gotta get all that time man gotta get them college years in because <laughs> he know he ain't going to the nfl so Jesus. he could, he mean, could play, he could, well he could have went and played for new england when brady was there but now brady actually has weapons so <laughs> we'll see <laughs> Well, he's he's milking it. He's about he, he's about done. Brady? No, Martell. Yeah, it's that's like Brady, he, Brady will play till he's fifty. Yeah, no, fucking right. He's got to stay in school for another three years just to be relevant. Other than that, he's a nobody. 
Right. You're right. The um, Just quickly, MLB uh, updated standings here. Red Sox are up in the East, up one and a half on Tampa, eight and a half on the Yankees, nine and a half on Toronto. Uh, Chicago running away with the Central, nine ahead of the Indians or the Guardians, as you could say, next year. The uh, What do you think of that, by the way? Because I know we didn't want the – you didn't want the Spiders. What do you think of that now? You're the Indians fan here. I didn't want the Guardians either. thought that was fucking stupid. It should have been the Rockers or something like that. I mean – Everyone picks these dumbass names. I mean, God, the Cleveland Guardians are a goddamn roller hockey team in Cleveland. Like, did anyone do their research? Why would you even want to do that shit? Like, how dumb are you to not do your research to pick a team who is a freaking roller derby team? Like, really? I mean, the Cleveland Rockers, you could have had you could have had so many different perks and plays to everything. I mean, but no, they're the Guardians. So whatever. I don't care. Don't matter to me. They could be the Cleveland baseball team for all I care. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> They're still going to go 82 and 82 every year, and I'm not going to give a shit. I was hoping for, like, the, say, the, the, the the Cleveland machine guns or, like, the Cleveland steep bays or something. You know? Sure, the Cleveland <laughs> steamers. That's what I said. <laughs> I no said steep bay, but steamers is a good one, too. No, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying it should have been the Cleveland steamers. No one listens to me. I thought that was a good one. It's a great one. But instead, we get the Guardians. Yeah, I mean, there's steamboats that come through Cleveland all the time. So why wouldn't you want the Cleveland steamers? Right. I mean, it's it was a, it's a port city. Come on, man. I don't know. All the other boats, though, if we just. So. <laughs> no, the other boats caught on fire. That's all. <laughs> they caught on fire with the lake. I'm just. Now I'm just patiently waiting for the Chiefs to have to change their name. And the Braves, except if the Braves were smart, they would just keep the Atlanta Braves and just kind yeah. of change, leave the logo yeah. the same, just get rid of the tomahawk and make it like an American flag or something stupid. They yeah. can get away with oh, Braves. Be, well, I'd say it's Georgia. That's probably what it'll be next. Yeah. The freaking American flag. Kansas City Chiefs. They can be the yeah. – yeah. what would they be? The Kansas City Royals football Kansas City team. Chefs. I don't say I can't even be the chef, man. You know, Kansas City barbecue out there could cooking, be like, right? Could be, be the rib tits or something. <laughs> Kansas, Kansas City rib tits. Kansas City barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Something. Uh, yeah, Kansas, yeah, Kansas City, City Kansas City burn edges. <laughs> I mean, shit. They could just be the Royals football team. They their stadiums are right next to each other. Literally, have you been to Kansas City? No. Their I stadiums know. are literally right next to each other. They share yeah, a parking lot. Why not? I can, at least one team wins there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Um, uh, it's pretty interesting, but it's 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 fucking weird. I'll tell you that now. Here, here's a good. Uh, here's a good example, so you can just kind of see it. There you go. That's how it looks. Literally right oh, next right to each other. Right yeah, no, it's the same. No, or across the parking this lot. is the parking it's lot. Yeah. Parking <laughs> yes, because I remember when we were there and we had to do uh, Rolling Stones. You know, we're in we're in the Arrowhead, but it was just weird. Like, oh, fucking should, we, that's how all that's how all big cities should be. Right next to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That. Take a big chunk of land, put your two or three major sport teams all in the same area, throw a little bit of bars around there and be done with it that's how everyone should be right 
Dallas does the same thing. It's just, you know, a mile from each other and they're in the same area. Shit. It's just so goddamn big. It's like St. Louis. They're all close, but you know, not all the teams leave there. Um, The, uh, (laughs) the, uh, out West, the Astros are six games up on the athletics and eight games up on the Mariners. And then in the NL, the all powerful NL East, the Mets are up three and a half games on the old 50 and 50 Phillies four on the Braves and then out uh, in the central Brewers, 59 and 42, seven games up on the Reds. Reds are, uh, they're actually four and six in their last 10, but they're playing pretty good. 52 and 49. I mean, I still don't, I think they'd be one, two, three, four, five. They would not be the wild card team. They're seven games out of the wild card because the West man, the giants is 63 and 37 Dodgers, 61, 41 Padres, 59 and 45. Jeez. The West is that West is stacked. No shit. Remember when the Brewers had a negative run differential? Now they're plus 74. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brewers have been coming on. So they're what are they up today too? I think I saw. Yep, something like that. Six nothing on the Pirates right now. Um old Gallo getting traded to the Yankees, so they have another nice strikeout bat there in the middle for everyone to throw got traded to the Yankees. Joey, Joey Gallo. Gallo. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yep. So, like, imagine him between Stanton and Judge. I go, cool. That's three strikeouts. Three strikeouts in a row. Yeah, we go strike out the side, right? <laughs> I mean, they what? I, everyone like gets all hyped about it. I'm like, cool. I mean, yeah, that's great. He's got that short porch there in right field, but that don't mean shit. He's already got 25 homers this year. He's doing it in Texas to do the same thing. Yeah. Give him well, another they, 25. They and he'll still he'll still bat 228. Oh, it's fine. You know what they're going to do? They're so they're going to get four or five runs a game, and they're going to be up by three in the ninth, and the bullpen's going to blow it. So it doesn't I was about matter. to say, maybe they should have went for, like, Craig Kimball or someone to close out yeah. a game instead of another bat that you don't need when you already got a decent start lineup. But and also, so I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw today, too, the uh, Lions beat the Vikings 17-14 to 14 in uh, baseball. So ti- ti- Tigers beat the Twins 17-14 today. They had a, they had a football yeah. game breakout in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yankees. So it's a left-handed hitter. Yankees left-handed hitters this year are in last. One ninety-seven batting average, twenty-two home runs for their left-handers. That's fucking horrible. And they grabbed a guy who's batting two twenty-five. So that's going to up at big points. <laughs> right? Might get the, <laughs> I might get the, might break that, might break that Mendoza line. We're getting there. <laughs> We just raised the team batting average a whopping seven points. So they get Joey Gallo, and they're and then the Rangers are getting Glenn Otto, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Trevor Hover as part of the package. Yeah, Gallo batting two twenty three with twenty five homers, fifty five ribs, and How eight many strikeouts, sixty nine OPS. His last week he uh, is batting one hundred five, so he's on a hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> let's see let's see how many k's he has if i can find that really quick stats jesus christ yeah so tani's still leading the home runs too huh 125 strikeouts how many at bats 310 <laughs> so one out of every three <laughs> strikes out he's got he's got 69 uh, hits though so that's good Good for him. So he got 59 hits and 25 of those are home runs. This dude is Adam Dunn 2.0. Yeah. 
Man. You know, crazy part, if Adam Dunn would play right now, he'd be like a max contract player. Right. Adam Dunn could bat 223, so might as well well sling him out there. So you got to hit that right now. So what what is their plan? Joey Gallo is going to play center? Like, I don't understand their plan. Probably they'll just whoever whoever is whoever's not hurt that day will have to be in the outfield. And the other guys with his DH, they're going to have fifteen DHs right. on that team. Yeah, he's one for. Let's see, in his last one, two, three, four, five games, it was one for four, zero oh for four, zero oh for one, zero oh for three, zero oh for three. <laughs> yeah, one hit, batting one hundred five, and and he's got eight strikeouts. Doing great. And shockingly, his only hit out of that whole time is a home run. That's it. <laughs> and three three RBIs on that homer, though. And he's striking, struck out, struck out eight times out of fifteen at bats. Jesus Christ! Oh, he's on fire. My dad said, "I just told my dad. I said, yeah, another strikeout guy.' He said, "Yeah, he is. Not good thing. Not good thing is he walks a lot." How many walks has he got? Yeah, 74. Yeah, it is quite a few walks. What's his on base, did you say? 869. It's the only decent stat that he's got. His on base? It can't be that. 869 would be 86% of the time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That was that was oh, his, the OPS. Uh, yeah, that was his OPS. Um, I don't know. I, I got off, but I gotta go back. No. <laughs> I didn't care. You're like, I don't give a shit anymore. Fucking Joey Gallo, no one cares. Uh, oh, here you go. 379. It's actually up there. So at least he walks a lot. So 379 would put him at uh, 15th in the league, the entire league. Not horrible. Uh, the one that makes me sad, though, is Acuna, man. That shit sucks. That still makes me sad. Acuna? Yeah. Um, the, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers? uh, just basically airing out everything grievances, but he gets Cobb back at the same time too. You held out for that. <laughs> That's what <laughs> he never even held I mean, out though. I mean, he showed up when he had to. Right. I mean, basically you just did one. You just didn't want to go to minicamp. True. And two, you threatened to retire to get Randall Cobb back. Of all no. receivers in the league, no, he got he got exactly what he wanted. He got out of Green Bay. This is his last year. He got exactly what he wanted. He held out because he didn't want to play in Green Bay. It's exactly it's what not, happened. It's not gonna matter though. He don't but care. The, the, He's playing for no, money this year. He ain't playing for a ring. He don't care. No, but if that's the case, then don't sign that damn extension three years ago. And oh. you could have been. You could have got out now. I mean, and you could uh, he if he wouldn't sign if he wouldn't have signed that extension, and let's say he had those neck the same seasons he had after that, he could have blamed everything on the Packers, got out and got every good could have went anywhere he wanted to go. But when I he think what happened, when he signed his extension though he they were going to change coaches. He knew what he wanted. That's why he signed it because they were getting rid of that. McCarthy was out of town. They got a new coach, and he goes okay. I'm going to, I'm going to train this dude. And they got the coach that he wanted. And then the dude's like, nah, we run the ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so at the then, same time, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Well, I was about to say, and that's what that's what got him back. It, that that's the only reason why he signed it. He knew that there was still a team there that could contend. But hey, if he would have, all he all he had to do was run the ball on third and goal in the playoffs. Exactly, the Super Bowl. Right. He shuffled his ass the five yards into the end zone. He'd have made. He'd have been all right. Right. They'd have did whatever he wanted. He's um. I'm just happy I don't have to hear about it anymore. I really don't care. Yep. Yeah, that was stupid. That was one of the worst ones. Like I've never seen somebody threaten to retire like with no leverage. Like that oh, was then the came and blew, blew him up in the press conference. He just straight blew everyone up because what are they going to do? Yeah. Fire them? Like they don't right. care. I mean, they could it's release him, but that's the only thing. Like, what are you going to get? But they're but still paying the him. Time, yeah. Well, not they yeah. release him. Only just the guarantee, which I don't. Well, know yeah. I mean, he's still. Yeah, I, I'm sure my, I would have guessed that's guaranteed. I would guess that right. money that he got into him. I would, I would assume that that was in there. But they're not going to be that dumb to do that because once they release them, could you imagine that waiver wire? Right. Woo. Right. <laughs> but then It'd be at cool the same to see, time, though. Like, I know, right? Oh, man. But what do you expect the Packers to do? It's not like Aaron Rodgers is some spring chicken. Jordan Love's right there, man. He's been pissed off ever since that happened. I don't think Jordan Love cares. Yeah. I mean, Packers, I'm saying Aaron Rodgers pissed off since he got Jordan Love in the first yeah, round. Well, what do you want, uh, what they want him to do? I, dude, they haven't drafted something. they haven't drafted a good backup quarterback since Aaron Rodgers. They haven't done shit. Right. Jordan Love ain't your answer. Just like Deshaun Kaiser wasn't your answer. Just like uh who's that other scrub they drafted wasn't your answer. They, well, just, Deshaun Kaiser wasn't even like the question, let alone the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Green Bay thought he was. They drafted him. So I thought the Browns drafted him. Did he get traded to Green Bay? I think so. Or he, he did. Well, he got it traded either way. So who was the other bum they drafted then? Um, um, I can't think of that guy's name now. From they did that. They drafted. Ah, oh, shit. What the hell? What was that dude's name? Was it like Brent something or or? Oh my gosh. I can't think of his name now, but he was a UCLA, he was a UCLA quarterback. Matt Flynn. Brett Hundley. 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 Thank you. Yeah, Hundley. Yeah. Another bum. <laughs> that's all they do. That's all they do. But that's fine. I mean, that's right. Who knows, man? Maybe, know. maybe Jordan Love will be the answer. We don't know. Right. I mean, they never thought Aaron Rodgers was the answer either, though, for real. I mean – well, it's funny because everyone gave everyone gave them so much shit that Brett Favre didn't train or didn't teach Aaron Rodgers and treated him like right. shit. And look and at the same Aaron Rodgers thing. turns around and does the, <laughs> does the same, 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 same fucking thing. thing. Yeah, right. decade later, same thing. More than a decade they just, later, they got they got lucky with Aaron Rodgers is what they did because right. if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, they haven't draft as we've seen they haven't drafted Dick in the last fifteen years. They would be right. nobodies. They'd be bottom feeders. They'd be below the Lions. Well, they are. Well, they got rid of Blake Bortles at least. And that was the real. That was the truth. That was the only thing that had him going this year. Right. Yeah. What do you think about hell. the old? So go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say hell. If they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, they probably would have drafted Blake Bortles. Right. <laughs> hey, probably right. <laughs> what, what do you think about the name change of the Superdome? Now we're getting the Caesars Superdome. Mm-hmm. Um, for what, New Orleans? Yep. Oh. No more Mercedes-Benz? Nope. 
Caesar's Uh-oh. Caesar's Palace. Caesar Palace. Does well, Caesar actually a, live here? <laughs> there is a there is a Caesar's say. right there in uh right there on um is it yeah there's a Caesar's right next Urban? uh right next to the stadium I think or close there's mm-hmm. you know hey, man I mean, Caesar's is that's a lot of money right there right as I say whoever got the money I get I'm, I mean I don't blame them highest bidder Harris there's a Harris in New Orleans Harris which, is, which is Caesar's oh Caesar owned right yeah yeah. How many people in New Orleans are driving Mercedes anyways? Right. Man. Two. And plus, isn't isn't <laughs> the like Falcons stadium isn't the Falcons stadium Mercedes Benz too? Yeah, uh, it still is. I'm is pretty it? sure Falcons is Mercedes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they opened that new, yeah, when they opened the new stadium, that was Mercedes. I'm pretty positive. Apparently the, the Sixers the Sixers just uh the Spurs reject the Sixers offer. To trade them, uh, Ben Simmons. Did you see what they offered the Raptors? No, what they offer? They asked for Kyle Lowry, OG. Um, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Newbie. I'll just say, yeah, I was gonna say. Okay. Can I say Oogie Boogie? I'm gonna go Oogie Boogie. OG yep. Oogie Boogie. Uh, don't say Oogie. No, don't say Oogie Boogie. <laughs> don't say Oogie Boogie. <laughs> but no, man, he no, isn't no, he a no, character no. in uh, the the Christmas. No, uh, no. That's his. That's that's his fucking uh-uh. name. Uh-uh. I know. I know why I we don't say it. it. I know why I we don't why. say it. I get why we don't say it. But nightmare but before go Christmas. You know, nightmare and, before and Christmas. The, that's who that is, right? And OG. And then um, I think they wanted their first round pick next year. I think, or maybe it was this year, um, which was. Hold on a second. Look, see, he ain't crazy. The Zoogie Boogie from Nightmare on Elm Nightmare on Street. I I get I get the point. I I, I know his point. I get what he's saying, but I'm like I know where you heard that. You heard it from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> That's where I've heard it too. But I understand why you don't say it. This got canceled off his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we just got canceled at episode 307. I see. See, I learned things. I learned things. Um, uh, can we get canceled if we were never scheduled yet, though? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think they wanted – yeah, it had to be this year's. So I think they wanted this year, and Toronto picked fourth. So they wanted Lowry, OG, Toronto's fourth pick this year, all for Ben Simmons. And Toronto turned that down very, very smartly. So, <laughs> like, why what? do they think they're going to get this for Ben Simmons? Like, what's Philly thinking? Like, Ben you Simmons is Ben Simmons is worth like maybe Kyle Lowry. Yeah. So another one included Van Bleet, Anunoby, first rounder. Like, no, nah, Ben Simmons is not worth a, a first rounder. Like he, by he himself. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, me, anything. Go ahead, make it, make it, and beat him, Ben Simmons, and then yeah, go ahead. We'll give you Kyle Lowry, OG in the fourth. I do that, right? Not, not just Ben Simmons. No, I agree. The um, yes, the uh, I know we're gonna have to. Is the match started yet in AE Dub? By the way, no. I eventually want to get there. They got, they got a women, they got a women's match right now, so we got. I mean, it's going to be the last fifteen minutes, so we still got. We still got. Still got ten minutes minutes, because I know we're going to have trivia too. But uh, let's just go to a few things. Have you heard of this whole thing with the uh, the big barstool news, barstool battle bowl, or not battle bowl, barstool bowl? 
basically uh, Portnoy's is trying to have a giant party. And that's what the uh, Barstool Bowl will be, is like all the Barstool people down in one area, just a giant-ass party. Sounds like a bad idea. Sounds like a horrible idea that I want to be a part of. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like a bad idea of COVID proportions, but that's fair. No, no. They're, uh, no. What's happening is they're taking over the uh, – it's going to be the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. And they're going to have bar, an entire week of Barstool Bowl festivities in Tucson as they take over the uh, the Arizona Bowl. Sounds like it's going to be an absolute blast. Too bad I won't be able to make it. Yeah, y'all can go. That's where we're recording episode uh, 547. It's going to take them two years to have that? Well, that's about the time we'll get out there. (laughs) Once we see that it's actually, oh, it's actually might be okay. Uh, I I got better things to do in my life. Right. (laughs) Hell, I'll be on Fox Sports before I end up at the Barstool Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By then... uh, by then, Shannon will be too old, and uh, Marcellus and and what's the other dude? Uh, they won't be; they'll be too old for the quota too. So you know, I might be able to hit the quota there. It'd be a nice little check. <laughs> the um... I mean, what's the what's the resume to get on at Fox Sports? Just say I hate LeBron. Yeah, I don't like LeBron. <laughs> you can just yell at Skip all day. Skip, right, yeah. I hate LeBron, and these players talk too much. Damn, hire that man. Hire him. All right, we're going to see, because Jeremy's, uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the messenger for the podcast, but internet went went out down south, so Jeremy's got to reboot to get back here because he does it all on the computer. So even if we have to push over into wrestling, we may have two trivias in wrestling. Uh, Just some we can, I was about to say, you can fill off of um, the NBA draft is going to be today when you're listening, by the yep. way. Yep, yep. Um, Pistons first round, Pistons first pick, Houston second, Cavs third, Toronto fourth, Orlando fifth, top five. Pistons should take Cade Cunningham. Should. Should. It's, it is Detroit. They once drafted Darko Milicic, so. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and to remind everybody, that was the um, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony draft. Now it worked out for him, right? <laughs> it, I mean, it, I mean, Darko did get a ring. All right, I mean, they got a ring. They won a title. But, I, that was that, uh, that was an argument I always gotten. An argument I always got into with a buddy. It's like, imagine how dumb you'd be for not drafting. Drafting D Wade or Mello, like ah, yeah, but would would we yeah. want a ring if we did that? Like, yeah. <laughs> no point. So we'll yep. see. Um, I'm hoping the Cavs take Evan Mobley from US. That's that's who I'm hoping they go for. But um, we'll 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 see. We'll see what they end up doing. But, right. That'd be and well, then your uh, your Olympic medal count. Uh, United States leading with 31. Try second, 27. The uh, Russian Olympic Committee, <laughs> twenty-three. <laughs> Japan in fourth with twenty-two, but Japan Japan has the most gold. Most, most golds with thirteen. Yep. United States has eleven. Um, and then uh, our girl, Miles, yeah, Simone, um, sitting out for the rest of the Olympics. 
but she needs to get her needs to get it get it back together. There's things more important than the Olympics. She's already won plenty of gold, so the rest of the girls will be just fine and they'll win medals for right. her. But needs to get her own stuff straight. No reason to go out there and potentially harm yourself um, just because you know of a fucking right. medal that's made of gold or silver or bronze. That's silly. Uh, you gotta love how people that can't even do a cartwheel are criticizing her too right now. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yep, they won two golds. You know, they won the golds as a team in twelve and sixteen. They don't fucking need it. Right. She's fine. Right, and they, like, they, she they has still got to Right. Yeah, they still got silver without her. They were they were one they were one bad four routine away from taking gold still. So it was all right. Mm-hmm. They're they're all right. Yeah. Don't worry. We we still got uh we still got swimming coming up. To but that should also let you know. That lets you know, like, how dope she really is, too, man. To, like, for her head to not be fully in it. And did you guys see any, like, the video of, like, when she realized, like, she shouldn't be out there? She, like, tried to do – she was, like, doing her routine. And I guess from what I I read, she was supposed to do, I guess, like, two-and-a-half spins or two-and-a-half rotations – Mm-hmm. She did one and a half, and she Got landed, lost. and she said, "Wow, yeah." Well, you and they showed it, and she like was she was already like on her first one and a half, her arms started to go out and brace because she mm-hmm. thought she was gonna biff it on that, and she still landed on her feet, which is insane. Yeah, but yeah, she went through and talked it out, and I mean, yeah, she and that's what I said. She was off. She she had a good practice. Mm-hmm five-hour wait, and then was off the rest of the day. And I mean, think about that, dude. She does that, and yeah, they're landing on mats and shit, but if she does that and lands the wrong way, she could break her neck. Like, that's right. – it's ridiculous. And all, you're right. Hard on her. All these people – I don't care who you are. It don't matter. The person, the person behind it is the person who makes your own decision. So the only right. person you know best is yourself. And, and I give her credit. You know, she's only 24 years old and representing Ohio pretty yeah. good. She was born in Columbus, so – um, yeah, but only but the crazy part, she's only 24, but yet, dude, if she like you translate that 24 into gymnastics, dude, she's you know, she's like the she's like the Le- LeBron of freaking gymnastics just by age, just because like that's you know, that's like older. you're 30, yeah, yeah, that's older. Like, I mean, she was old. there when she was 16, like, yeah, she was there when she was actually 15. And yeah, um, like she lasted to 24. Usually by the time you're 19, 20 years old, they booted you out. She has a combined total of 30 Olympic and world medals, championship medals. <laughs> like she don't fucking need any more. And uh, no. hey, close, well, closest gets the point. What's her height? Oh, she's only like 5'1, 11. 4'8. Yeah. She's so dope. They change like they won't score. They don't score her correctly, right? Like they 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 told her to her face. Like they've announced it that they don't score her as high as they should because which is, which is bullshit. Their bull, yeah, like their bullshit excuse is that uh, it's unsafe for everybody else to to try to attempt what she does. Like how crazy is that, man? Does how good she is. That's like you know. Yeah, yeah. That's like every time, you know, uh, LeBron or Steph, you know, it's like giving Steph two points for a three-pointer. Right. How, like, it's insane, man. 
All right. Well, a few more things, and then uh, Jeremy's actually back and ready for trivia. So give me this one moment. Uh, I had a few more things that we'll just get this and then get to trivia. 1963, I just found some fun statistics that are great. 1963, Major League pitcher Gaylord Perry remarked, they'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run. July 20th, 1969, an hour after Neil Armstrong set foot on the surface of the moon, Perry hit his first and only home run. <laughs> Fucking wild. That's good. Uh, I like that. That's, a, that's probably the best. I don't think I've ever heard that. That may be the best stat or crazy fact I've ever heard in my life. I thought yeah. that was neat. Another one. Seven baseball players who have been struck out by Nolan Ryan had sons who grew up and also got struck out by Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Um, when we talked about this, uh, this is how much of a beast Tony Gwen was. Faced Greg Maddox 107 times, more than any other pitcher in his career. Hit 415 against him and never struck out. I was probably the only person Greg Maddox couldn't freaking right. strike out or beat. Right. No, you're Tony absolutely Gwen, Tony Gwen is also probably the second best hitter. Of so. And then um, uh, another one. Uh, so <laughs> I thought this was funny as shit. LaDainian Tomlinson was drafted, retired, and he's been in the Hall of Fame for four years, all during the time that Tom Brady's been in the NFL. (laughs) Fucking wild. Drafted, retired, Hall of Fame for four years. (laughs) And then the other one that came up that I still find just fascinating, back in 2004 when Barry Bonds was uh, three years after he hit the 73, he had 376 times he reached base, and he had 373 official at-bats on fucking real. Uh, 232 walks, 120 intentional walks, nine hit-by-pitch, 362 batting average, 609 on-base percentage. Oof. So he was on base two out of three times. It's fucking insane. Mm. So anyway um, – Updated standings, Mr. Bear. Updated standings since about 800 weeks. Uh, Gray at 151, Cody at 109, myself at 133, Parrot at 61, Wes Anderson with two. Should be good. You said Wes with two? Two. Two. Here we go, Jeremy. He's back in action. Oh, I got to get the chat box open. All right, here we go. Jeremy has returned after a couple weeks of sabbatical. Bill Cower is being enshrined in Canton this summer. He finished his coaching career with 149 regular season wins and a Super Bowl title. What two retired coaches aren't in the Hall of Fame but finished with over 20 more wins and twice as many championships? Huh. Three points for each correct answer. Hmm. It's a really good question. Well, let's see. I think just went to the Hall of Fame. Hmm. In the hall, man, that's a... right. <sighs> See, that's the thing is, coaches. That's... All right, I'm. I think I got what I need. Okay, I'm good. When you guys are, 
I'll read it again for people listening. Bill Cower being enshrined in Canton this summer has finished his coaching career with 149 regular season wins and a Super Bowl title. What two retired coaches aren't in the Hall of Fame but finished with 20 more wins and twice as many championships? Got to turn on all elite on my phone. I don't know. They're bringing out the fluorescent lights. Like, I feel like every coach, like, I can sit here and name coaches who've won Super Bowls, and I'm like, they're in the, they have to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. Hold on. I'm thinking my guys are in the Hall of Fame, too. Oh, boy. Trying to think who else wouldn't even. Is that Sting's bat? Sting! But bats aren't used as a weapon. Right. You should have used the The problem is the retire. All right. I think I got one of them now, but I think my second one is the Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Yep. One, two, three, and go. Okay. Me and Eddie Winslow thinking the same thing. I don't know, man. Uh, that's the I only people know. that could come to mind. Me too. Yeah, that's the only people I could think of. Tom Coughlin. Uh, so we Coughlin. each get – all of us get three. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? I forgot. Holmgren only won one Super Bowl. Yeah, I couldn't remember because he never won. He was with Seattle the other time, right? Yeah, he was with but Seattle. He didn't but, See, I yeah. couldn't remember if he did or not. He's excited Thank for the draft you. tonight. Luke Garza from Iowa was the player of the year, yet is not projected to even be drafted by some mock drafts. He would be the first ever player of the year winner to not be drafted. I watched him play quite a bit at Iowa, and I think he has a lot of skills to do it all. Plus, a big man that can shoot is what the NBA likes now. So I'm not sure why he is not thought to be a good prospect. Either way, I'm sure we'll see him in the summer league, and I hope he can make a team. I think Davian Mitchell will end up being the surprise of the draft, and I will be rooting for Jason Preston of OU as he projected to be a second rounder. That's all I got this week. See you guys for wrestling. And we will see you for wrestling, too. So thank you to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DanishTransformation.com, Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Lou Garza will be drafted 58th overall. He's going to the Celtics in the second round. They only got a second round pick. No, there's a quota in Boston, too. He ain't going to make it up there.